All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is Eric Payton. Along with uh, disgraced former commissioner, Nick Moore. And acting commissioner, Brian Kerr. And I'll be honest, I just learned something that uh, Brian is the commissioner. Uh, It's been that way for about a year and a half, but okay. Well, you know, I'm new here. Anyway, uh, welcome to the podcast. Like I said, we are uh, just diving in, talking about college football and our fantasy league and whatever the whatever else comes up uh but first what are you guys drinking uh so in honor of um oktoberfest season i thought i would uh take a trip back in time to last year when i was in munich i'm drinking a hacker schwor original oktoberfest weissen beer and uh about to get uh, lit up so what's the uh, abv on that uh, it's only 5.8, but when they serve you in uh, liters at a time, it can get out of control quick. <laughs> so is that- Did you uh, import that? Uh, I mean, I think this has always been imported, but yeah, you know, it's a, it's a big brewery. This podcast is riveting so far. What are you drinking, Brian? Uh, I am drinking a head nod from Iowa City's own Big Grove uh, Brewery. Actually, now that I'm looking at it, it is a double nod. Uh, so it's a double head nod, uh, hazy IPA. There, um, I've seen a lot of Big Grove lately. Whoa, who's got Whoa. echoes? Someone turn down their audio. It's Nick. Nick, you're getting some wicked echoes over here. I don't know what am I doing. Are you getting that, Brian? Yeah. Yeah. It just turned on. It just happened. Okay. And now that you mute yourself, that's better. Um. What was I saying? Oh, Big Grove. I've seen that everywhere lately, and I had one the other day, um, and I can't remember what it was, but it was one of the best beers I've ever had, and I can't remember yeah. what it was. Um, I think it's just maybe their standard IPA. Okay. Yeah, their stuff is pretty good. Uh, if you are good for IPAs, their Easy Eddie is like 6% and uh, pretty good drinkable beer. Yeah, nice, nice. Okay. Uh, well, let's just dive in. Let's talk about- What are you drinking, uh, Rick? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a- Nice uh, Malbec. That's... What? I've been at Chianti's recently for reds, for red wines. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's I don't even know what it's called, but it's red. <laughs> That's all I got. I know you told me to bring a beer, a local beer, right? Um. But Nick didn't bring a local. Very <laughs> true. I'll bring a local beer a next backup. time. I have a backup ready. So. Do what? I have a backup beer. In case you guys haven't noticed, uh, Brian and I have a nice microphone set up, and Nick is underwater trying to speak through a 25-year-old microphone that's built into his computer, so his audio is not the greatest. Um, In case you haven't noticed, somebody was supposed to send me a microphone. Yeah, I was. And it it, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's still sitting in my room upstairs. So, um, All right, so... We're just going to jump right in. We've got a uh, crazy thing going on here. We've got a fantasy football league that has no football to follow. Any thoughts? Come on, guys. Jump in. Like, any time. we got a lot of dead, dead, dead. Eric, I mean, do you just want to give us, like, maybe a 10-minute uh, anti-Big Ten rate, rate, rant? You want me to do it now? Rant. I mean, if you want to go off on the Big Ten, just go. You want me just like, okay, like what about it? What about specifically? I've got a lot of ammo. I mean, if, if you just got like, you know, two or three minutes of feelings that you just want to 
let out, you know, we you can know, just be here for a therapy session. At this point, I think, I think Nebraska's on their way out. Um, something, something I heard that they were like, I don't know if their contracts up in 2023, I'm guessing they don't re up the next time around or whatever it is, or they look for their next out. But the thing is the big tent, you can have your turn in a minute, Nick, stop raising your hand. Um, the thing is he gave me two to three minutes to rant. I'm going to use it all. Um, the thing about it is they just get so much money. It's, and that's what's keeping them there. Um, I mean, like I was saying to you off air, Brian, I don't know if it's completely Warren's fault. Um, he's handled it pretty poorly. It was kind of weird that they released a schedule six days before they canceled it all. That was weird timing. But uh, it's really the presidents who were making the decision there. And so with all these parents now sending letters, I don't think it's going to change what's what's been decided. I think they're gonna, still going to try to do the spring, but I think it's pretty, pretty strange that they uh, decided to cancel based off of some some data, some study that has now pretty widely been debunked about the heart condition thing. Um, so I think it was all about liability. I, you know what? I can keep going, but this is just going to get old. We all know this. Okay. Then can I interject? Because yeah. the 2023 thing, uh, that's when Nebraska becomes a full share member of the big 10. Oh, is that when I'm it pretty is? sure. So like Nebraska is getting, you know. Okay, so now explain that to me. Million share, but they're only getting like forty-five million a year right now. They're getting it was fifty-two. Like they're getting fifty-two. Yeah, so they, so, they were getting phased in. Okay. To a full share. Okay, I didn't understand that. I didn't know. I didn't hear that. So they were just like getting a tiny cut more every year. Yeah, so uh, when the when Nebraska signed the contract to come over to the Big Ten, mm-hmm. and it was the same thing with uh, Rutgers and Maryland, although Rutgers was front end front end loaded because they had a lot of debt. So Nebraska, who joined the league in I forget it was like twenty what 2011. Um, so the first like three years they were only getting a half share, and then it like slowly mm-hmm. has been building up. So twenty twenty three is when they'll be a full share member of the Big Ten. Yeah. Well, you know what, and also now that I've already said that I think they're going to try to phase out, then what are they going to do? Go to Big 12 where the same issues that they left are still there? Like, it just doesn't, uh, and and it also doesn't help that we haven't won. Why is the printer going off next to me? Can you hear that? Yeah. (laughs) I'm not sure what that is. Um, It doesn't help that we suck. You know, and like with, with, if it was, if we had the record and the everything of, of Ohio State and did that, we probably wouldn't listen to. We probably, there would have been a little more behind it. Probably also didn't help that we haven't even been in the league 10 years, all that sort of stuff. Um, but it is what it is. I'm still skeptical whether a spring season is going to happen. But also, you know, if it doesn't happen, then I think. Warren's got to be on the hot seat, you know, because um, he's basically staked everything on that. And and if the SEC and ACC and Big 12 all finish their season successfully, 
that's not a good look either for him. So, I mean, I have to imagine that Warren is playing the odds, right? Like, let's say the SEC, ACC play their season. Right now, give me the percent chance you think that that season happens and there's zero zero positive tests or zero games canceled. Right. I completely get that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean there's going to be cases. There. It, 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 I think the good the good point also is it's not stopping kids from getting cases. You know, like I mean, Oklahoma just took nine days off of of practicing, and when they came back or they took a week off when they came back, nine guys tested positive, which is, was more than they had before. Like when they were in camp, you know? So the guys are getting COVID inside or outside of football and probably less inside of football is the, is the argument. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it comes down to three things. One, um, and it's not going to be talked about because it doesn't drive TV revenue, but there's also all of the Olympics sports going on too. So the big 10 and all of these conferences, I think are going to have a really hard time when they have like their volleyball teams, if they're testing positive and stuff like that, where it's, you know, it's just a whole other factor where it's not just when it comes to this decision, it's not just football, even though that's what's driving all the revenue. Mm -hmm. Along with that, I know the big 10 Indiana had a player that's been hospitalized already. Yep. So I think there's, probably some spookiness around that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think his situation was pretty bad. I think he's doing better now. Um, and well, then finally, I th- no, go for then it. finally, I think it's, you know, the, the MLB shown that they're just willing to continue on with the season. And I think that yeah. just gets really hard when these aren't uh, paid athletes and, you know, there's all that player empowerment. And I think that just makes it yeah. very difficult to say, we're going to push through this when, you know, teams are spreading it between themselves. Well, and it, also one of my things is, like, if you're talking about player safety, then, like, CTE's way, way worse. And the long-term effects and obviously the percentage of guys who get CTE from playing football is high. You know, like, they're they're in more danger from CTE. I guess that's my understanding. Maybe I could be wrong. But that's my understanding is CTE's way worse and more of them get it. So... Like if it's really about player safety, let's let's talk about that. Um, and you've it feels like they've just kind of ignored that since you know what was it that Will Smith movie came out years ago or whatever it was where CTE yeah. kind of became a bigger and bigger thing. And um, so I think the the player safety was just a a lie. And so that's that's a little bit more of my thing as well. Is I think you're just lying to us. Is like player safety if they would have just come out and said like the liability we're gonna get sued and then that's one thing but to just like straight apply and say like oh no it's player safety so let's do it in the spring well it's not gonna be any different than the spring and it's not about player safety it's about liability so uh the whole thing about let's do it in the spring and it won't be any different is uh Like the main argument there, right, is like we'll have more time to prepare a plan. We're waiting for a vaccine or what have you. But the possibility of a spring season was literally brought up in the Big Ten meetings like less than a week before they halted their season. So like when they're doing these meetings, we're having an all Big Ten meeting to discuss all possibilities, right, a month ago, five weeks ago, four weeks ago, whatever – 
apparently nobody brought up the idea of like, if this doesn't happen, like, what are we doing? It was all about how do we make a fall season go? And then when they cut the ax to the season in the fall, it was like, we have no plan for the spring. So like, how do we save face? So that's like uh, what I got from that. I I was yeah. really thinking a lot about volleyball too is, you know, cause Nebraska is a very good volleyball school and I love watching volleyball. Um, and that's not a sport where they're like even touching the other team, you know, they can stay isolated from the other team they're playing with. Um, I would think that'd be a little bit easier to not spread COVID to other schools, <laughs> but you know, I, I don't know why I'm sure there's a reason why you gotta, um, cancel all fall sports instead of just like, let's just cancel football or wrestling yeah, or I mean, whatever it is the the opposite they can't the thing is you know just they can't cancel one sport and say it's unsafe for this sport and then right even yeah. if it is a little bit more distant from each other yeah i mean maybe i'm just a little more bitter because nebraska's a fun one to watch in volleyball and um and then okay, well you brought yeah. up wrestling you brought up wrestling and i am very bitter if wrestling doesn't happen because i literally made a trip down to iowa city with you know bk was there there was a four or five of us that came out to go watch we only were there to see spencer lee whoop some ass and fucking minnesota try they did a uh what they just forfeited the match yeah they forfeited <laughs> and so we came down there to see spencer lee kick some ass and then he didn't wrestle and he did he and just intimidated them but now it's like, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to go back to Iowa City to see Spencer Lee wrestle, you know, in 2020. Yeah. Now it's off the table. Nope. I'm never going to get to see Spencer Lee wrestle. So, oh, you know, hey, you'll see him in the Olympics. Um, There's one other thing. Oh, yeah. How they like the at least the Missouri Valley and I think a couple other um, smaller conferences are have canceled but allowing schools to schedule their own non-cons have you heard that at all yeah i mean i don't think that's they're allowing them but i don't think those games are really happening outside of a few a handful right well i mean it allows them to actually try to make money i mean you know it, it allows them to try to like exist um so i was Maybe that's unrealistic, but I was thinking, gosh, couldn't the Big Ten like I, I and and the reason for it? I mean, the the Nebraska AD came out and said like the reason we couldn't get a non-con scheduled this fall is because the Big Ten didn't cancel. It's because they postponed because they postponed, and there's going to be a spring season. We couldn't do a fall non-con and a spring conference schedule, and so if they would have been able to cancel then we could have scheduled a non-conference on our own. Um, I don't know if the Big Ten would have allowed that, but that's kind of what he hinted at. Um, so, I don't know. It just, it just, yeah, a lot of things irk me about that whole thing. Uh, two more thoughts on this. The first one, Eric, so how much do you think, like, Nebraska is, you know, doing the, the thing, like, we're going to play a season, let's go. And then they were hoping to get a call from probably, like, Missouri maybe Texas, maybe Oklahoma, you know, relive some old rivalries. Then North Dakota State called and said, hey, we got an open slot. Let's go. 
And Nebraska was like, you know what? We are committed members to the Big Ten. No, that's not exactly how it happened. Um, <laughs> no, there was... Uh, so first of all, like on the national level, that all was blown up in the completely wrong order. I mean, with Desmond Howard and Michael Wilbon and those guys. So Scott Frost spoke on Monday, said we want to play that you know was really firm on that and then on tuesday it was canceled and then by tuesday afternoon scott frost is getting just killed in the media for for like disagreeing well he he said it before and so even even um desmond howard and michael wilbon both said that scott frost press conference was after the big 10 uh canceled their season it was not. I watched it. <laughs> like I was watching it when it happened. It was on Monday. So he didn't say anything. It was all Nebraska fans that said these things about like wanting to schedule different things, like taking Frost's words from before it was canceled and moving it to after it was canceled and, and thinking that they were the same thing. Now, that being said, there were some pretty good leads that there were coaches. There was a a uh, group of five or even um, division two school that or FCS or whatever you're going to call it in Texas and North Dakota state who had agreed to play Nebraska. Like they were in, they were saying, yeah, both, both parties were like, yeah, let's set the schedule up. Um, and then it, when it came back, like they didn't, my understanding is they didn't say, oh yeah, we're committed members of the big 10 because we can only get North Dakota state. No, they were they were ready to play a schedule, I, but like you think about it, a regular schedule, you have North Dakota State and then you have Penn State, and then you know like you go back and forth in an, just the fact that we heard about those two doesn't mean like they were like oh all we can get is North Dakota State. Well, obviously because those other big schools you want to play already have a schedule. Otherwise, you're playing Pac-12 schools who can get out of their thing, or small schools so you know what i mean yeah well I'm, I'm sure part of it too is when nebraska joined the big 10 they signed some contract that said any football game that happens in lincoln nebraska is under the rights of the big 10 for money and all that stuff and the big 10 would say something like no that's not happening so they'd have to do road games or something like that for every game well and there was there was something about like um the, the Big Ten's, I, I, I hadn't heard specifics, but like the Big Ten's rights to those sorts of things are different for non-conference games and and how, I don't know how those play out, but that's like the reason why they ended up searching for those things. And then the reason they canceled, my understanding is, is because there was still the kind of carrot dangling of a spring season. Yeah. And they couldn't do two. So they're, and with all the money, it's like what you play, I mean, it, what are you going to do if you got a bunch of you get played 10 games against schools like North Dakota state and then leave the big 10 all that money and then the big 10 plays and then you look like an idiot. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think by Thanksgiving big 10 or the, yeah, the big 10 is going to look really smart or look really dumb. And then, Oh yeah. I mean, if, uh, if that spring season works out, I mean, maybe everyone's playing the spring season. That'd be kind of cool. But yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, We've talked enough about that. I've I don't want to leave this here yet without interjecting that as a diehard Iowa fan, if the only school we could play is North Dakota State, 
we would probably remain loyal members of the big <laughs> your history is not uh not great with them huh i mean no, does anyone have a good history that's a yeah that's a that's not a it's not a non-con you want to schedule a whole lot um okay cool so that's that's what that's what i got there All right, so to kind of transition this in, we're going to go into fantasy football because we're in this fantasy league with uh, how many other guys? Do we got like 30 other guys in this? There's like 30. 30 guys? There's 30 guys in this? About? It's no, really. It's a 10-year-old there's... league. <laughs> there's 12 of us. 12 of us, okay. Um, and I could not name – I probably could name eight. <laughs> you went to high school with 10 of them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so but we do this league with always Big Ten, Big Twelve, and one other conference. So this year we're obviously going to do Big Ten, Big Twelve, and Pac Twelve, so that um, we just all cram into one. <laughs> no, Nick's shaking his head. <laughs> so what are we doing? What are we doing this guy? I, I, I just I just learned that I'm doing this podcast with the the commissioner and former commissioner. So what are we doing this year, guys? It's it's the hardest question of the year, right? So Big Ten's gone. Like we've forgotten them. Uh, we were going to make the Nebraska rule where Nebraska players were available to everyone. Nebraska's gone. Um, maybe Iowa will be allowed if their parents make a convincing argument. Um, but yeah, we're doing Big Ten or Big Twelve. There's more than SDC. one school whose parents are making an argument. Though I mean, I think the Iowa parents are making the most convincing case so far um i i'm confused as to why but continue well just because they were the first ones to complain oh okay um so yeah we're doing the big 12 and we're gonna do the sec and then we really need to decide what we're gonna do for the rest of the player pool um somebody suggested that we just go crazy this year and have any league that's playing just throw them in there because we're gonna be hurting for players so maybe we just have the AAC and the ACC and the Sun Belt decides to play, let's do it. If the Conference USA decides to play, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Well, I support mean, that. what? I fully support that. You fully support it. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for that. I mean, there's got to be some. I, there was some talk about like if your team or your player gets COVID. <laughs> And has to quarantine. What's the rule for like substitution and all that sort of jazz? Yeah, that was an idea I had in June where we'd have like a COVID player pool. So like if one of your players got hurt, you could substitute maybe somebody in from Duke or something like that and like have Duke uh, be like a COVID team. But uh, cases aren't going down. So I'm I'm feeling like that's going to be pretty hard to manage if uh, Iowa State and Oklahoma go down in the same week. Uh, so maybe we uh, just do the uh, the free for all and kind of have maybe some limited waiver wire options or something like that. Um, well, another option Nick has suggested, and he's probably about ready to say, yeah. is uh, we do best ball. And so best ball means that you might have a roster of 15 guys, and we say that we're gonna have like one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, one flex position, kicker, defense like normal. And 
it's just like best ball in golf where if you have two quarterbacks on your uh, on your team whoever scores the most amount of points is considered your starter that week okay i guess i'm not is that something you can do in fantrax you can do anything you want in fantrax it's wow, like uh, really okay cool i mean yeah I, I like that idea do do every player that plays football in any league in college and then a best ball that sounds like a good idea you know what's interesting is that was literally that is what i told brian i was like this is what we should do and if i if i text this out to the group i'm vilified as a fucking dictator but it turns out it's yeah. a fucking good idea no 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 i think right? i think the thing is is you would have texted it out in like a 500 page novel novel and no one would have read it that's why i'm doing it in long form yeah. podcast yeah so in, instead of a 500 page novel he's just going to do an hour and a half talk show where it's in the middle of it <laughs> so start your novel now what do you got nick no i so literally so when bk was talking about you know oh you have a roster of 15 what you got to do is you open it up to have like a roster of 30, right? Because uh, you need to have more people on your roster so that if a team gets quarantined or there's a bye week, um, you know, you need to be able to have options. But uh, basically what I've read is a three X strategy. So like if you have 10 players on your starting lineup, you really need to have a roster of about 30 players for this season to happen and you'll get some waiver wires and trades, but like, it's going to be a one-off crazy year. Uh, you know, so trades might be a little lower waiver wire might be a little lower, um, outside of the first few weeks when you figure out who like the starters are. But the idea really is to have a large roster so that you can absorb the unexpected, uh, no shows. That sounds good to me. I mean, um, I just, I would hope we don't draft all those players. I hope it's, we draft a normal sized team and then we go to waiver wire for all, because that would be a six hour draft. Uh, not for Casey. He'd, uh, he'd yeah. have a five minute draft and then he'd be drunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah Casey, Casey would throw it on my house yeah. and then check out. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we have, what do, what do they call it? Like right when, uh, Right when the draft ends and there's a mad dash to the waiver wire to get the last couple, there's going to be a, a mad dash to get like 20 extra players. I think that's that's my proposal. Yeah, and I guess this, I mean, well, we'd have to look at the roster size, but I think it was maybe you too, Nick, but um, that's just this idea. But there was also maybe some discussion of limiting waiver wire access, like maybe one player pick up on the waiver wire per week or something like that to kind of if you're going to have this huge roster to somehow mm-hmm. put some importance or skill on it so that it's not like you can just yeah grab everyone well and maybe in that first week we get a ton of or you know week zero we get a ton of pickups and then after that we get one or two is that possible i think we yes. can do that yeah yeah, I mean, you as Brian see. said, it is you can do anything you want at Fantrax. I'm it's, impressed that of what Fantrax can do. You should see um, the setting screen. You would not be impressed. <laughs> is it? So, 
it actually might be easier to tell you what I have found out I can't do. Okay. And the only thing to this point in time that I found out I can't do is with their new English Premier League setting, you can't set up a formation. So oh. there's no customizable formation in their fantasy league for so soccer. Is it is it you? So I let's that's good transition in the English Premier League. Uh, other option would we do that additionally or would what is that in replace of uh the football league yeah i think the oh. idea there is that you know september 5th rolls around oklahoma's covid cases are going crazy clemson's going crazy florida state and it's just like all the, the these conferences are just saying you know what we can't do it uh, we're going to cancel the season like is there something else that we could do as a league to still kind of have the fall fun that we normally have yeah so it's, but it's not happening if a college football season happens, is what I'm asking. I think Nick might be doing it no matter what. I think he's okay. just. I'm doing it no matter what, and I have I have big plans. I'm I'm in, in the future. Yeah, but uh, it's um, going to be a lot of fun. Actually, Brooks was here earlier tonight, and uh, we were play testing. We did a bunch of mock draft to figure out um, how the salary cap would work, mm-hmm. and like we were working on all these like reserve teams and stuff. So like we just got rid of a bunch of that shit. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, so it's going to be nice. good shit. Let's uh, uh, let's drop some names here. So, you know, maybe some people looking, you know, kind of fantasy curious, if you will. Uh, Nick, Nick, you mentioned some other people in the league that already contacted you. Like who's, uh, who's going over there? What do you mean? Uh, is, like who's all in the league? Yeah, let's name some names of like who from Liquored Up has gone over to uh, the EPL League already. Oh man, so nobody did. Nobody signed uh, an anonymity, you know, disclosure or anything. So I, I feel comfortable letting you know that Eric has uh, agreed to join the new EPL League, as well as uh, I think Brooks, I know two players who, who's not actually in you know Liquored Up, but has been part of the the crew here for the last year. And then uh, yeah, Creed so why is, and Jamie. Can we do a little tangent on that? Why is Brooks still in this thing? And the quote unquote Brooks situation? I mean, it's a situation. Uh, What's the situation? I just want to well, know, like, so why, he's still, is, why he's still around. I don't, no offense, Brooks. I'm just wondering. <laughs> well, so the situation is, right? Mark couldn't draft. So I had the idea of, like, I've got this buddy that's. So I approached Brooks and said, hey, I need you to draft for my friend. And he's like, I will do that. Mm-hmm. He put in more effort right, for that draft than Mark has put in in five years. Now, did he draft a good team? No, but he tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, we, we, we brought him into, you know, the email group or whatever and he was having a good time and everybody He's, was bantering what so have you a, a tangent off of a tangent here we're like inception deep now um he played in my golf fantasy f- league uh so i do a golf fantasy every major championship and brooks did it this, <laughs> this time <laughs> so. see he he fits right in and that's <laughs> that's the key right and so after this last season when brooks was kind of helping mark at the beginning of the year uh, you know, Brooks didn't, I don't think he did anything with the team after the draft, but you know, he was, uh, involved in the banter and what have you. It'd, it'd be smart and for him I to claim that he did DK. nothing with the team. <laughs> yeah, nothing. 
I approached BK about this in the off season and I said, Hey, if we can find, you know, one other player, is there a potential to maybe expand and what have you? And, you know, we had one good candidate and he basically said, I know how much you guys try and I'm not into that. So how about we just kick one... Peter out? Why Peter? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it sounds like uh, it sounds like and maybe BK, you can speak to this, but there is uh, maybe a little bit of a backdoor handshake agreement going on amongst the league. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. If papers have been signed, but Brooks will be participating in the league uh, in 2020 if there's a league. Uh, now, how he's going to be participating is uh, I hit pretty hard no on expansion. I said, you can't expand. And uh, him and Phil were able to come to a co-ownership agreement. I don't know if it's a 50% share, 25%, 75%. I don't know how exactly that's going to be working out. But it is going to be a Brooks-Phil monster for okay. 2020, a two-headed... I I'm curious how that works because, man, like how how uh, substitutions are going to work, how roster setting every week are they going to agree on every player? Man, that could get that could get messy. You got. Yeah, I mean, two- and Phil's I- a really mean guy, so I, Phil I is am brutal. a little worried that he's gonna. He's kind of feels very <laughs> handholdy over his team. I'm worried about how that's going to go. <laughs> well, what I think we need to do is figure out. Do we think that they're coming in ninth or tenth? Um, that's a good question. Probably- I mean, is 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 Brooks is Brooks a plus one, minus one? Are they bottom <laughs> half of the league? What do we think? Um, yeah, that's probably the good over under right there. Is say nine and a half? What is it? What is it? So I think really it's gonna, what I think it's is- I think it's going to go worse. Because decisions are going to be harder to come by, or, or you know, harder to figure out with two people. I think so. It's your hard good. best of the rest. What? Your hard best of the rest. Like all predictions are, they're going to be bottom four. Yep. Yep. I I agree. <laughs> Any thoughts, Brian? I mean, I think when you look at machine learning and you know training knowledge, you got a lot. You got to have a lot of data, and we don't. And the only data that we have here is Brooks, I believe, primarily for all the research he did last year. And I could be completely wrong on what he was googling and all that stuff, but it felt like he was just googling college football players with the name Brooks, and that's all he drafted. <laughs> and it was horrific. I, I do. So, I do remember that his one instruction was to not draft Adrian Martinez, and so yeah. he drafted Adrian Martinez. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Well, I, I don't know if it was. Ad- I think no, well, it I mean, was. It's Mark. It was, no, it was Mark. So it was don't draft T Magic slash any Nebraska player. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Which. Yeah. Okay. So that's exactly what he did, and. I think there was so, some hope that he w- that he wanted to like use it as trade bait to me, but I knew better. I think my favorite part of that was uh, I'm going to use my fourth round pick as trade bait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, if and and maybe he learned himself and he realizes that he needs to pick up an Iowa State player to bait Katie Casey in, but uh. I mean, to be fair, right, he was here at the draft, right? And at the end of round two, 
three guys were like done. They were just down for the count, right? Like, so he probably is sitting there thinking like, I could auto draft a championship caliber team. <laughs> um, to go back on league format, one other idea, and I, I don't think it's a very popular one as the people commish. I do, you know, reach out to the people sometime to kind of get, get their feelings on things. And the other one was uh, we just do chaos as we did for bowl season and allow people to pick up any player. So uh, every team conceivably could have uh, Spencer Radler or whatever his name is from Oklahoma as their uh, quarterback. And it'd be up to you each week to pick uh, the best team possible. Um, I don't like that. I, that, that feels too, um, daily fantasy sports. Yeah, that's it. Well, that, and yeah, my biggest concern, I think it'd be like fun for two or three weeks. And then by week four, every team would have the same roster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not only, um, I've done, I did fantasy baseball in college for one year and like you set your lineup on Monday, yeah. but then there's like a rotation of starting pitchers. And it's like every day you got to, if every week you're like, I got to draft a whole new team. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like that might be way more work that people yeah. don't put in after they're one and two or something, you know? Okay. Yeah. I, th- I think it makes a lot more sense to open it up and just be like, you know what? Conference USA players are fair game. If we, uh, if, if we need the player pool. Okay, cool. So wait, we went we went way off on tangents. Nick was talking about who's in the EPL league. Oh yeah, so from from uh, Liquored Up here, we've got Creed and Jamie, as well as myself and Eric, and then Brooks. So there's five of us uh, in a crossover. I'm also in negotiations uh, with the Everett's to try to get one of them, maybe a co ownership thing. But uh, we're finding ourselves at an odd number. So we need one more team, and then the season's ready to go. But I, I th- don't want to. I think, yeah, I don't want to so. open it up to anybody. Yeah. Okay. So, like, yeah. what are the requirements of who's who's invited? Because you, you invite a lot of your friends to, to this league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so um, at first we had, uh, I'm in like a, a conversation with a, a group of guys that I went to college with and we all watch premier league and talk about like, Oh, you actually about... watch premier league. Yeah. So that's where oh, this, whole came, this whole thing came from is we're interested in soccer. Um, we watch a lot of the champions league and, you know, EPL. Um, so that's where it came from. So that's like the, the first five or six guys in the league um, was that core. And then, and then I opened it up to liquored up and I said, like, I'm looking for people that are, you know, going to be engaged, right? Like, I don't want an auto draft team and I don't want somebody that's just going to like, you know, log out and, you know, not check a a roster for three or four weeks or whatever. Um, So yeah, I opened up to liquored up and we need one more team. And so at this point, I'm just trying to find somebody to fill that one spot rather than like open it up and have a situation where it's like two people are interested in the league, but I'm not sure like, you know, so we'll see. But I, um, I like that you're kind of building um, a sense of urgency among listeners. There's only one spot. Hurry and get it. 
Yeah. So if you're interested in the EPL league and you listen to this podcast, we got one spot potentially for you. So reach out. Uh, you know, I don't know how you reach out to podcast owners, but I let me know. All know Hit how to get up. a hold of us. There's going to be five listeners to this. <laughs> all five um, people in the league. Yeah, I mean, to kind of take it back to our college football league, I, I think we kind of have like a what I'm going to call a BYU situation here, where if um, there's no college football season, it's still is a very real possibility. Um, we kind of got a mu- musical chairs here, and we're going to be when the mu- when the music stops, what are we going to be doing? Because, uh, you know, like right now, BYU, I think, has three scheduled games and they're probably negotiating a fourth one today that's going to cancel tomorrow. But um, so, I mean, I would think if we have to cancel the college football one, everyone would want to jump in on the EPL league, right? So here's the difference about EPL. What? We're almost full. We only got room for one more. You You can't even add like it's it's not like add one, three, five or seven. It's oh, add I one can. more. Yeah, but so like I, I said, thought you can Brooks do anything on fan tracks. No, yeah, you can, but there's only so many people on teams in the EPL, right? So like if we have 24 teams in this league, right? That means everybody can is Can you add the Champions League too? Players. Add the Champions League too. Or the next one down, whatever the next one down is. So Fantrax only has EPL right now. There's no oh, other so they can't do everything. Just... I gotcha. Um, okay. Well, maybe everyone will just if have we... to join my golf fantasy leagues for majors once a month. A <laughs> if we get into a situation where college fantasy does not happen, it's the people's commission's responsibility. I don't... I don't want to hear any fucking person asking me to oh, come now, in and see. Now ass. I got to put an explicit tag on this podcast, Nick. Oh, just now you? Sorry, I have a very dirty mouth. <laughs> that was the first f bomb we've had dropped. So yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want to hear anybody coming to me asking him to save their season. Right. This yeah. is the people's problem. Yeah. So okay, I got a question for the commission. Um, what are we doing for like draft pick trading that? So if we were to do it, since this is a weird year, are we still doing like, I don't even know what draft picks I've traded away, traded up for whatever. Are we still putting it all in this year or is it going to be like, let's hold off a year and just have this be a, a wash altogether. Yeah. I mean, that's a good and hard conversation because I think Casey has four, draft picks this coming year in the first round round. yeah first round and i mean he made those draft picks back when we just used to live in this wonderful world where we got drunk every saturday and didn't care who we were touching (laughs) and uh you know everything's different now and he was making those trades thinking that yeah you know iowa state was gonna be playing iowa and brock purdy was gonna be you know done Okay, so Brock Purdy, where were you? Uh, yeah, so when last year's draft trading took place, you know, KDC was taking all these draft um, picks and, you know, trading up and getting rid of all those good players with the thought that Brock Purdy was going to be dropping 45 on the Hawkeyes this coming fall, and that's not happening. And so there's a very valid argument, probably from Casey, 
um, and probably from a few others that, you know, we're making these trades and the information around these trades has completely changed. So maybe we freeze a year and say, you know what, we're just going to maybe outsource it to Nick to determine a draft order for 2020, uh, maybe somebody else. And, you know, then say 2021, we're going to, you know, go back and hopefully things are normal. But then what yeah, if the big thing you, you, are normal? Yeah. What, but then, you know, like, then there's just like, what, 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 like, what if, you know what, the college football season happens this fall and like amazingly it goes through. There's a fall Big Ten season. Are we going to do or a spring Big Ten season? Are we going to are we going to do that? You know, then how does the next fall happen? And it's just like what, what, what? Well, and that's so a, what we that's, might do. That's kind of the thing. Like with with Jeff Brom's proposal is like it's a condensed season in the 2021 fall. Yeah. So that's another weird thing. Like we may not have a weird a normal season until 2022. Ah, those, so those are terrible I, words. So my two cents on this is if Liquored Up has a season, right, and it's a season, then draft picks are in play, right? Like, and I I don't mean that like, hey, sorry, Casey, you had, you know, you did all this trading. If we have a season and it's going to be a season that counts to Liquored Up, right, then we're, then we're on. Like, if, if the season doesn't happen, then, yeah, obviously things get pushed back, but like, Okay, let's say we pause draft pick trading and now next year in 2021, Casey has the first pick, you know, four picks in the first round. Then what happened the year before? Like, like yeah. what does this season, whatever it looks like, what impact does that have on the liquored up universe? I'm, I'm, I'm with Nick on that. Cause like, if we're still playing for, if it's still, you're playing for a championship. If you're still playing for something, Casey still has an advantage this year with uh, with four first round picks or whatever in whatever game we're playing. He still he still is benefiting from those. You know, just the fact that the the league is looks different. What he was trading for was an advantage over the rest of us who are all playing that same game he is this year. It's not like he's in this world that's a pandemic and half the teams aren't playing and all the rest of us are in a normal world where all the teams are playing. We're all in we're all doing the same thing going for the still for the same prize. Yeah, I mean as speaking as somebody who has a championship with an asterisk by their name, right? Um I'm all for putting another asterisk by somebody's name or what have you. <laughs> <laughs> um but remind, obviously remind me you, you know i don't know this well, remind me why you have an asterisk by your name I, i'm gonna let brian explain this uh because he was there it did affect him but um he didn't win the league so he can explain the whole asterisk yeah so i think in 2018 that was the year right of the yeah. really big asterisk yeah so <laughs> Nick, no, 2017, sorry. 2017, okay. Life goes so quickly. Um, Nick and Phil, right? It was Phil. Who was, who, who was it? Oh, my Should, God. You, All right, how about I'll you, just, you just explain it. He's over two already. So we're at Pat's house. We're doing the league. We're doing the draft, right? And Pat 
has said, oh, I will host everybody in Iowa City. We start the draft, right? We get five picks in, and Pat's router cannot handle four people. And so I said, uh, everybody's auto-drafting. I'm going to reset, and we're going to move our location to Brian's house to do the rest of the draft. But I'm going to reset everybody, and we're going to start the draft over, right? Well, then I won the league. And everybody said, "What the fuck?" So, oh man, sorry. Yeah. F- yeah. Oh, um, you're we're, we're we're way past past that. Yeah, I remember when that happened. Now I just didn't realize that that caused an asterisk on the on the end. But okay. only to the people that didn't win in Iowa in uh, Des Moines. Those are so. probably the people who have never won a championship, though. So, right? Yeah, he's nodding yeah. his head. You can't you can't do non-verbals on a podcast, Nick. You can't <laughs> nod your head. You got to say yes. You are correct. The people that have the biggest problem with it have a combined zero championships. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Anyway, what were we talking about before this happened? What we're doing uh, this year? Oh, draft pick trading. So that yeah, yeah, draft pick trading. Yeah, I, I, I think Nick and I would vote for we keep the same draft picks because I yeah, don't, e- I don't even that, know, I don't even know what draft picks I have or if I have any. Don't tell me. I mean, you can in a minute, but if if I have like six first round picks. I'll take those this year. No, it's, I mean, it's really only Casey because Casey last year did the tank and improve. And somehow each time he traded a draft pick, he got better. <laughs> yeah. And so he almost made the playoffs and hurt himself even more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, that sounds, I mean, that sounds fair, right? Like if we're able to complete a full season and crown an asterisk a champion, mm-hmm. then at that point, like the, the it worked but if we get six games in and things are looking pretty shitty and uh we're not we're not able to continue you know maybe we just put everything on ice and say casey gets his picks again Mm -hmm. so i will say as a little bit of a devil's advocate right like whatever the season looks like you know casey traded a bunch of things to like he has four first round picks in a world where we're creating like a 12 person roster or whatever uh from the draft and if we end up in a best ball situation with 30 guys like i mean i don't know if it's all waiver wire but you know it might not necessarily be you know an apples to i mean it's not going to be apples to apples no matter what we do but just to throw a little bit of you know support for casey out there you know, if this was an Overwatch video game fantasy league, we would not have any of these problems. See, that's that's the other option is we get a Twitch channel, have someone simulate a NCAA 12 or whatever the last NCAA game is. 14. 14? Nick's already shaking his head. Remember, non-verbals, Nick. <laughs> I'm just agreeing with you. Yes, it was 2014 was the last NCAA one. Well, when I brought it up, you shook your head like no. Yeah, because you said 2012, and I was like, no, oh, it's not 2012. Oh, oh. Okay, well, all right. The listeners need to know that. Well, I, you're the one talking, so I'm trying to tell you, like, you're incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, all right, what do we move on to now? What do we got? Do you want to take a beer break? A beer break? I Yeah. Or a yeah, Merlot break or whatever you're doing? Yep, that works. A Chardonnay break? Okay, cool. I'll be right back.
All right. So we are back with our drinks refilled. Um, I've got the same thing. Nick has got something new. Uh, I'm switching over to a craft beer um, out of good old Salt Lake City, Utah. This is from Squatters Craft Brewery. It's the Hop Rising Double IPA. Is there alcohol in it? Yeah, um, probably 9%. So you probably can't even sell it in Utah. Yeah, that was a Mormon joke. Sorry. Yeah, no, they're Uh, export only. (laughs) Okay, Brian. What about you? Uh, I just went with the uh, classic uh, two-hearted. Just uh, treat those like uh, water. Overrated beer. Oh, all right. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Uh, So overrated. You know what, though? Like, I are like two beers that are just so overrated. What was the other one? Zombie Dust. Oh, I've yeah, I've heard about that. I think I've had it once. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, it's like the the Imperial IPA that like started like limited release IPA beers out of uh, Three Floyds. And mm-hmm. it used to be one of those ones that like when you hear you have a store nearby that sells them, you just like quit what you're doing and you go get it. And I finally got one and it was like, it was okay, but now it's like available all the time. And that's because people realize it's not that good. It's kind of like spotted cow. Oh yeah. No, uh, I actually think, uh, new Glarus is totally overrated. It's they're only popular because you can only get them in Wisconsin. Okay. Now do toppling Goliath. Tell us what you really, really feel. Topping Goliath IPAs are amazing, but they all use the same base. So like you can have a super sumo, a pseudo sue and um, like a dolphin sparkles. Yeah. They have like a, a different start, but they all finish the exact same because they use the same base in every one of their IPAs. It works for them, but like nobody talks about how all their IPAs taste very similar. All right. Now we're done with our segment called Nick, the beer critic on to what we're actually doing. <laughs> uh, so, I know I did. Sorry. Um, what do we have left? To, we I know we got a Q&A. Do we have anything before we need to get into the Q&A? Uh, we do have one more thing, and we need a jingle for this, but other CFB news to discuss. I'm going to edit that into some jingle. <laughs> okay. Um, so who wants to start? We should probably start with mine because I think it's the worst. Okay. Mine's, um, mine's not good either, but it's interesting. Yours so when, when this segment was uh, kind of brought up, it was like, let's talk about, you know, maybe not mainstream college football related things is what I interpreted. So not necessarily current news, but I wanted to take a moment to talk about um, who do we think is a better coach, right? Willie Taggart. Or who do we say, BK? Todd Graham. Todd Graham. Grantham. Graham, I think. it's. Oh, Graham, the guy from Pitt, right? Uh, well, I mean, he's from Pitt, Tulsa, Arizona State, and Hawaii. Right. So Where's basically, we're, we're, trying to get, Hawaii. we're trying to get a sense of the, uh, the small schools slash group of five guys that have made the jump to the P5 um, and maybe have not had success at the P5 level. We're trying to get a sense of like you know who's who's a better coach of those two. So um, and I had said Lane Kiffin was a 
possible comp. Lane Kiffin is a, yeah, definitely he's an option as well. So throw no, him he, in there. Who no, do you he's, think? I, I was just saying he's a comp for anyway, go on. Yeah. So uh EP, I'll start with you. Who do you think is a better coach of those two? Um You're just springing this on me. I guess I'd go Taggart, but probably he. They're probably. I don't know. I'd t- he. I because he's a bigger name. I, that's the only reason why I choose that. But it's okay. I have no backing between any behind any of that because I don't know their history as well as you do. BK, do you have a? Do you have any input? Yeah, I'm going to say Todd Graham because I think everything's marketing, and if you were to look at Arizona State right now you would say Arizona State is a really hot school. Uh, They have Herm Edwards. He's doing a lot of great things. But when you look at Todd Graham and where he was at at Arizona State before he was fired, same exact record. But Todd Graham wasn't doing the cool, flashy stuff. And so I think he's maybe a little bit better of a coach um, and probably an a-hole because it took him a while to find another job. (laughs) Yeah, I think I would say Taggart is definitely a better personal marketer for sure and a better recruiter. Um, But I would say Todd Graham is the better coach. And my justification for that, right, is you have to look not at their time in the group of five. You have to look at their time in in the P5, right? And Taggart has a losing record overall as a coach, but he fell into the job at Oregon and went seven and five with really some pretty, pretty good talent and somehow leveraged barely bull eligible into replacing Jimbo Fisher at national, like two years after winning a national title at Florida state. Um, and com- I, I don't remember what his uh, first few moves were, but I think they got beat by Virginia tech in their first game of the year, but like, 36 to 10 maybe is like a score that's coming to mind. They got embarrassed uh, and it, it didn't get any better from there. Um, so I, I just think, uh, yeah, you have, and Todd, uh, Todd Graham, who at Arizona state and Pitt basically went seven and five as an average record. Um, so neither of them are, you know, national title contenders probably ever, but I think a better coach is, uh, is Todd Graham. Okay, that was exciting. Um, okay, do you want to go next, BK? Or you want me? You've got two stories. Let me go before you go to. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. Um. So when I was talking about these stories, these little hidden stories, I was thinking more like, um, you ever seen like extra mustard mustard in on SI, where it's got little like interesting stories that like maybe aren't in the headlines i have not is that a baseball thing no it's just a generic sports thing it's the extra mustard page um anyway um so the way i took this was i i think i'm gonna try to stay away from nebraska but this first one i'm doing nebraska because so jd spielman he left he's a was on pace to be nebraska's all-time leading receiver and he leaves you know transfers to tcu bunch of bunch of drama there as as bk would say there was a bunch of tea bunch of tea there and uh and so it was not a good separation he hated frost from day one and uh so he went to tcu 
And um, so then he just tweeted the other day, in the midst of all the Big Ten Nebraska hubbub, he tweeted a, a screenshot of a text message conversation he's had with someone at Nebraska, someone named Jared. And and I think it's maybe an equipment manager or, or a, like a GA or something like that. And um, asked for his jerseys to be sent to him in Minnesota. And no one responds. And so he sends that like maybe four times and no one responds. And so he takes a screenshot of it and posts it to Twitter and says, you know, all the blood, sweat, and tears I put, I gave to Nebraska and look how they do me wrong, you know, and, uh, and trying to like stir up more drama with, uh, Nebraska. And so that was my little story because basically the, the, the overwhelming response is, well, Nebraska cannot send jerseys and they cannot communicate with a player from another school because it'd be gifting something to a player and communication with another a player to another school. And so those would potentially be illegal things. I don't know if they it is or not, but it's interesting that he's he's airing his dirty laundry on Twitter and everyone's half people are saying like, "Oh, Nebraska how terrible." And half people are going like, "Dude, he can't. They can't do that." Um and yeah, players get jerseys when they graduate, but that's after their eligibility's up, so they can be gifted something. So that that made sense to me, but also I'm I'm just I I'm putting it out there as possibly something exciting to watch in case uh nebraska gets thrown through the uh ringer on the national college football um news again (laughs) (laughs) so double could be a double whammy i'm not sure but that's my little story if you want to go look up j i think it's at jd spielman 10 or something like that on twitter his name is tazzy um on twitter and uh see what see what he's stirring up he's a, he's a fun follow because everything he says is typically kind of out there uh, so Kyrie Irving out of him sounds you know it sounds like maybe he saw like too many people doing a good job of like achieving social justice through Twitter and like wanted to try his own turn yeah, at it I'm not sure I'm not sure and you know I wish him the best see ya. <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay BK, what are yours? Yeah, so for my other CFB news of the week, uh, I just want to congratulate a small school out of Indiana. Um, Guinness decided that they were going to work on improving their marketing in the United States and uh, came to an agreement with a school in Indiana, uh, Notre Dame, to uh, become the official school or official beer of that school. So that's kind of cool, I thought. Yeah. Yep, there's a school that needs more money. Wait, it's Notre Dame? Yeah. Yeah. So they they were they were having some financial difficulties, so they needed a little bit more money and Guinness came in and bailed when, them out. When you were teasing out these ideas, you did not say it was Notre Dame. I thought it was like <laughs> I thought it was like maybe IPFW or something. No, no, no. They they don't have, they have too much money. Wow. Yeah, when you said it was a little school in Indiana, like, hold on a second. <laughs> um is that legal for them to be sponsored by a beer? They, I mean, yeah, they can't I mean, sell. I think it's fine. I think like it used to be like kind of, um, oh, what's the right word? Socially unacceptable maybe for schools to pretend like drinking doesn't happen. But then I think in the last few years, the beer companies would just open up their wallets 
especially with schools ex- starting to allow drinking on campus uh, for sporting events, kind of just opened everything up. I love that it's a Catholic school that did it first. Yeah. So. Uh, well, that's not entirely true. I mean, so here at Wisconsin, um, they're not necessarily sponsored by, but um, there are smaller breweries that have deals with UW to sell beer on there. So like we have this uh, thing called the Terrace that you can go to and you have to be like a member to drink there. It's very weird. Um, But there's a bunch of different breweries, like more of them are local, but they like, you know, they're sponsors of the school, but they're not top billing sponsors. So I think the difference is Guinness is just like, we want you to, you know, tout that Guinness is like the beer of Notre Dame. Huh. Okay. All right. It's probably a good school to get. Yeah. So what's your second story, Brian? Yeah. So my second story is that Liberty is playing uh, three ACC schools this year, um, Syracuse, Virginia Tech, and North Carolina State. And, uh, you know, with coronavirus being a concern this year, uh, you know, weighing over everything, uh, Liberty, Hugh Freeze from Liberty this week, was bragging about how the school has not had a positive coronavirus test in three weeks. And so at first the ACC was like, this is great. We look forward to playing you. And then they said, also, what is your testing protocol? And it turned out that Liberty hasn't tested its players in two weeks. So it's doing just a little bit of the uh, smart brain. The Donald Trump model. Yeah. Stop testing. Stop testing. If we don't test it, we can't find out the positive. So, um, <laughs> Uh, if, if you're looking for stuff to happen in the future, probably look for the ACC to stop playing Liberty in the next week. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's Phil who hates Liberty, right? It's Brooks. Brooks. Is there more to that? What's that? Well, I mean, I think everyone just kind of hates Liberty for the way that they act and that how they, they join Division One. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for that with the Jerry Falwell stuff. He's... He's well, kind of a tool. So I actually, I found out something about Liberty through the world of disc golf, right? There's a, there's a disc golf channel that has like a couple people that, uh, you know, run it and it's pretty popular and they all went to Liberty University and I kind of found out a few different things about, um, I, I guess the university like went through and tried to shut down their democratic, like, um, student council members or whatever like there was like a student group that was democratic leaning and one of liberty's like principles is like we're a a hardcore republican university like that's literally kind of how it's worded almost Mm -hmm. and so uh, through following these guys people were talking about how they went to liberty university with them and they were in this democratic like student union and it basically got shut down, defunded by the university because they were like, we don't, we can't support you and your viewpoints. So add that to your fuel on the fire there. That sounds like them. And my other just fun Liberty story, but it was from last year. So we all know that Hugh Freeze um, had the, the, um, the medical game or two last year where he was laying in a, a hospital bed at the stadium from the press box and somehow still coaching. Hmm. And I don't know like how big of news this became just cause it was like a passing thing, but he was like having some like real health problems 
And do you guys know who was the person that helped diagnose him? Was it Fauci? No, but uh, close. Um, that like long white haired guy who's supposedly Trump's doctor. <laughs> Even closer. Um, it was Ben Carson. Uh, oh, the, yeah. no way. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, because apparently through Fodwell with their uh, connections, uh, yeah. he was having some bad health issues. And so they were like, who do we know that's a doctor? And Ben Carson apparently is the top of mind person. So it was a heart issue, apparently. Yeah, was, I don't remember it, what it was, but I do know that like Ben Carson somehow was involved in diagnosing him. All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, all right. Those are our interesting stories from around football. Um, let's get into Q&A. Yeah, the mailbag. Uh, first episode ever, and then we have a mailbag. This is really impressive. How often do you think we're going to do this, guys? I mean, every day, right? Every day? I'm, I'm up for a spinoff for every fantasy league I'm in. So. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so does somebody want to be... Does someone want to um, be the like read through the Q and A and ask it? Obviously, we know I Eric's not going to be I that person. Nick or I. I mean, it should probably be the guy with a good mic, right? Yeah, probably. That'd be you, BK. Alrighty. Um, let's see here. So, Eric, you might have to cut this while you go. Mm, um, um, um. All right. So the first question that I'm Why seeing here. I do that. Well, like I might like you know like right here I'm kind of talking poorly so you might have to cut oh. this I'm sorry I'm not gonna highly um, edit this thing just the bare minimum so the first question I'm seeing here is can we do an SEC only league and that is from Phil um no it basically I mean, the answer is yes if the SEC is the only league that plays. Yeah. I mean, uh, can we or should we? I Can we? Yes. We yeah, we can. But should we or do I want to or anything? No. Um, what I mean, are there? What are you there? heard it here first. Bo Nix is going to blow up this year. That's a podcast exclusive. Bo Nix for Heisman. For Heisman? Oh, geez. I will bet you a lot of money on the field. <laughs> I mean, so what? I'll put five down on Bo Nix. You put five down on the field. Five, <laughs> wait, we don't have to figure it out. Okay. So, yeah. Just a do, you, do you have any thoughts on that, BK? I was double checking. Bo Nix is the Auburn quarterback, right? Yes. Um, I don't know anything about Auburn this year. I presume they were probably not great last year. So Bo Nix is probably looking at a really good season. Thank you, BK. But let's answer the question. SEC only. So I guess there's like two ways to look at this question. And I'm sure it's a very legitimate question from Phil. But like one, do we do SEC only? Like we start out that way. I'm guessing no. That's probably not a smart idea just because of the player pool issues. Mm -hmm. But then two, the other question is, let's say we start the season kind of how we discussed it earlier where we have all the player pool open 
and we are having Sunbelt Conference USA, Big 12, AAC, ACC, and just one by one, the schools go down. And like, we only have the SEC left. Do we just continue? Or at that point, do we just call it, you know, th- this isn't fun anymore? Yeah. And that's, that's the question that all conferences are kind of asking is like, at what point do we call it? Uh, at what point is this not worth it anymore? I would say we've got to have at least three conferences. Yeah, Nick says three conferences. Three conferences seems for the depth. You gotta like everyone's got to have a starting quarterback, and and you know your your whole roster's got to be at least somewhat starters. <laughs> so, <laughs> Eric, I mean, I you probably haven't been in on any of these conversations, but. You know, BK and I have had some talks about like, you know, what would potentially be like a new conference or how do we, you know, jazz up the player pool. And at one point we talked about doing the independents, right? So like Big Ten, Big 12, and all the independent schools. And that's what, five schools right now, I think, with uh, UMass, BYU, Notre Dame. Um, I'm forgetting the other two. But it's like five schools and it was the the whole veto factor was it's just not deep enough to support the 12 teams from a player pools perspective. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that seems like a good approach. If we don't have three conferences, then we're pulling the plug, which right now, does that mean if one more conference or would we go into like how many conferences are playing? I know there's, three power five but i think there's six conferences playing right now okay so we're still good right now if we did the whole uh player pool yeah it's it's six because when you say power five you're obviously referring to the power six and then we have the uh the g4 at that point there's still two g4 teams left All right. Next. I question. mean, honestly, and I haven't I haven't compared all the schedules yet, but like, I think what we're gonna run into is like, are they all starting at the same week? Like, I know they're all playing truncated schedules, but I uh, you know, you, I've been actually researching this while before we started talking, and so let me just do a quick preliminary. So the Big Twelve is it seems like it's coalescing around a game on like November 12th, or not November, but September 12th, I believe, and then a week off, and then the regular season is starting on the 26th. Um, the ACC is starting on September 12th. So actually, you know what, I think the, sorry, I take that back, what I just said. The Big 12 is going to have a non-con game on the September 12th, um, and then they're going to have two weeks off, and then regular season starts on the 26th. Um, ACC is going... September 12th and then they're just going on there's going to be a few open dates for the first few weeks um, and so it looks like it's not actually until October 10th that every team is playing a game a week SEC is going September 5th is when they're starting so they're kind of starting a little earlier and then um, the rest of the smaller leagues are kind of just going whenever they want to so they're starting September 5th it seems like there's really no original week one games going there's going to be a handful between small leagues but so it sounds like it's going to be a shit show until october yeah no matter what yeah yeah Yeah, definitely okay cool all right i think we answered his question what's the next one 
All right. So the next question. Well, I mean, there's so many good questions here. It's the problem. We're going to go through them all. Um, so, so what do you say? We're going to go through them all, aren't we? Uh, you know what? We've actually answered some of these on the discussion itself. So okay. I don't think we need to go through them. Um, so I, th I think maybe one of the more pressing questions is if we have a winner this year, is there an asterisk oh. on that on that person? And I think the answer to that is it depends on who wins, if there is a winner. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for no asterisks ever, unless there's some. I mean, if you won, you won. If, ever, if it was a fair playing field, whatever the game was, you won. If Unless you're the Houston Astros, you know, <laughs> that's about the only thing I can think of. All I, all I have to add to this conversation is, BK, on the last podcast of last season, when you opened it with like a, you know, oh, Nick, we're taking your championship away from you and we'll get into it later. I almost turned that freaking thing off. I almost called you up and I was like, what are you talking about? I, I've never cheated before. This is garbage. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm all for no asterisk. Yeah, we kind of um, unless that. we don't win, and then somebody else could also have an asterisk that's like you know not real. Oh, so it's interesting. So you pick and choose your asterisks, is what you're saying? I mean, everybody else does. Um. So the <laughs> the the next question is effectively if the Big Ten trugs on and has their spring season, are we going to do anything? That's a good question. Well, I would say. No, because we need three conferences. We just we just talked about we'd have to have three conferences do a spring season, right? At minimum. I mean, we got Big Ten, Pac-12, so we got two. Well, yeah, and that's assuming that those happen. See, like we've got six right now, and we're already worried about getting getting the fall season done, and we have two, so we have to build up to three and probably have four or five to be safe. Has the Pac-12 said anything about a, a spring season? Not that I know of. Not not officially, no. We're just assuming. Yeah, I think we're, we're probably at one and a half, let's say. So I'm saying probably no. Unless... I mean, I'd like to say we could do something. It might not be... Yeah, like a suicide season or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'd like to take this opportunity to plug that the um, EPL League... 38 weeks so it's I mean, 38 it weeks long <laughs> you're just now figuring this out i just hit register and i didn't i honestly <laughs> i probably know less than uh, my over under on number of players i know is probably at 0.5 yeah well it, it's a big pro is that it's it's you know it seems like college fantasy goes by so quick EPL is like a six-month season or more. Wow. Okay. So. All right. I didn't know I committed to that. All right. I'll, so I'll it, do it, my best. I was actually going to say about the EPL season. Like, EPL sounds great, but EPL just goes on, and then you're like, this is over with, right? Nope, it's still going. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. It's like it's, it's oh, man. really what the NBA is modeled after. <laughs> yeah. Except for the relegation thing, which is the best part. Right. Yeah, that's a, that's a good part. I do like that. All right. So um, a next question is from Pat. 
Uh, I, I don't know what Pat, but I assume there's many Pat listeners. Um, and Pat wants to know, when is my lawn getting mowed? So, you know what, now that I read the question, I think there's probably <laughs> one Pat that we know about here. <laughs> and, you know, this is a thing between Pat and I, and Pat and I have kind of discussed this, and we haven't discussed it recently. <laughs> but, you know, the, the first bet was that my lawn gets mowed, and he's never mowed his lawn, or my lawn. And so why would I mow his lawn if he's never mowed my lawn? Wait, he never... He never mowed yours? No. I thought there was a photo. No, that was just him mowing his own lawn. That was just <laughs> no way. Wait. Wait, who won the first game? Me, yeah. Oh, man. This is a whole new thing. Nobody's <laughs> ever talked about this before. Yeah. yeah I, no, I would say. Pat has a riding mower, so I want him to ride that. I mean, he lives relatively close to me. I want him to ride that damn thing to my house. <laughs> mow my lawn, Bobby ride Boucher. that damn thing back. I'll give him gasoline if he needs to make it back, but um, yeah, um, yeah. I think that's a clear. You don't have to do it until Pat does yours. So that's it's an interesting angle. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we have. What discussed... other angle is there? I don't want to get into it yet. <laughs> but we've discussed other things, just mowing grassy fields nearby our house together. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> okay um all right guys we're at an hour and 43 minutes i know that's not uh all recording time but how many questions have we got left uh i mean i, th- I think uh why don't you just pick your best two bk just I, pick I think the we might have two. done the best two because i was talking about like i think people started to get drunk because we have <laughs> why is my daddy so bad at fantasy football from Caden everett <laughs> <laughs> um we just have oh actually you know what there's a good one here in a second uh there's one from marks though of why is brooks still in this um yeah we asked that then, didn't we and then i think maybe nick did this i don't know no um, it's from brooks okay it's from brooks because there's is jimbo fisher a better coach than paul christ um and Brooke then there's like another that. funny one of like should i kick nebraska out of the big 10 and then I think we answered all of Nick's questions that he did. Um, you should do the uh, how how we should determine um, a winner. What was the next question? With only ten games on each schedule, how should we determine a champion? Mm. All right. So all right. So we'll ask this. So with only ten games on each schedule, how are we going to determine a winner? Which is one of the bigger questions. What do you now mean? here's the thing is you know our league is set up to do a 13 game season where we do 10 weeks of regular season and then three weeks of postseason and as is right now it actually turns out that we can run the postseason because what's going to happen is most of these leagues are going weeks later than they normally go and so if the format doesn't change we can still do a 13 week season with an increased player pool. Now, if we start to have teams drop out, leagues drop out, then we're going to have to look at some other formats. We have, we, being Nick and I, have discussed kind of an EPL-style season if some teams drop out and we only go to a 10-week season where 
as we just discussed, that EPL has the best uh, regulation format. Um, relegation, sorry. But what EPL also does is you just play every team in the league, and that's how you determine there's a champion. There's no playoffs. And so if we need to, you can just play every team in the league and decide who's the best team based on win-loss record, Big 12 style, one true champion, and uh, go from there. And that person's a champion. Okay. I don't like that. You don't like that. You, you want the American playoffs because I do. You want you want the Trailblazers to have a chance at the end. I do. When they were bad all season. I do. My favorite suggestion is that everybody that has a, everybody enters one of their own children into a race, and whoever crosses the finish line first wins. Well, who's so, the oldest child? Alex. Uh, oh yeah. well, yeah, that's true. Alex probably for that's, sure. That that is In, not. There's a couple league members without children, so I think that would per- be a, a negative to them. Do they get a? I'll donate one of mine. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm okay if somebody proxies for me. I'll donate yeah, one so of mine. My... Yes. Yeah, so Eric's gonna give one of his slugs over. Nick, and you, then... can, you can have Rory. He can't crawl yet. I'll take Cal. <laughs> it, it is the race downhill. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do we have enough children to go around the league? I think so, but able-bodied children is another question. <laughs> It'll be close. Mobile. Mobile, yes. And Maybe where and when are we having this? Because I don't think my right. child's getting around other children for a while. Mine is dense, so he can <laughs> run through a lot of people. <laughs> He's a linebacker. All right. We have any more questions, BK? Yeah, I I think we just have one more, and it's really a statement. Um, I assume that Peter's listened to this this entire time. And so at this point, we just need to say, Peter! That's from Megan. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good place to end it.